This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Well, this morning, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau announced the names of six new senators from Ontario with great fanfare. Nine others from other parts of the country were named a few days ago, and six more Quebec appointments are still to come. Uh, They are being hailed as the new independent senators, chosen by a supposedly nonpartisan selection committee from thousands of applications. They include people with long records of accomplishment in both public and private sectors. So uh, will these appointments help clean up the red chamber or at least clean up the optics, what people think about it? We want to know what you think. Does it make any difference to you? The number is 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And right now we are going to Henry Jasek, a political sciences professor at McMaster University. Welcome, Henry. Hello? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. So um, what do you think about these appointments and the selection process? Well, I think it's very interesting and very daring of the prime minister because the prime minister does have to get his legislation through the Senate. I mean, that's a basic fact of constitutional life. And, of course, the safest way was for prime ministers to put in overtly partisan people uh, in there who will support who would support his uh, legislation when it came to the Senate. And uh, that's the way it was since, you know, Confederation. Now, this is a major change in the sense that the people being appointed are people who have, uh, you know, uh, important accomplishments, but they're not overtly um, partisan people. Now, we could say, and uh, there is criticism from conservatives, they're saying, well, these people come have careers that look awfully like uh, liberal careers out out in the, even if they were out in the private sector, and many of them have been in the public sector or have been judges or they, they've they've been in bodies that that have a lot to do with government. So there is a, there's a concern by the conservatives out there. So it's you know the cautious you know there's cautiously I think the prime minister is moving cautiously because he does want to get into a position where he does actually have a majority who is against this legislation so he has to put in people who while not overtly partisan probably do share a lot of his views uh, what about the selection committees? Uh, you know, I, I I didn't look at the most recent one, but I, I remember when the first crop of appointments were, uh, the selection committees looked to me uh, like liberals. Oh, yes. I think the people on the selection committee, uh, I don't really know or if they were overtly, once again, overtly liberals, but they were people who were likely to be in categories that would share uh, you know the the views of of, uh, of the liberal government the way it is now. People who are, you know, you un- have an uh, probably an understanding and a positive view of what government can do in our society, and uh, and people who believe that uh, you know uh, 
generally government will do the right thing so that uh, basically we should be for the most part supportive of government decision making and government institutions particularly when they're run by the liberal party so it's a a party made up of people who have these sort of accomplishments they're they're part of really the uh, organizational elite of the country they're not ordinary people for sure they are people who have run organizations have interacted with the government probably have a view that it's hard that you know have a government view of things even if they weren't part of the government and i think uh you know i think that's the way the process has been from the beginning down to the actual appointments but as i said i think trudeau wants to be careful because he doesn't want to wind up uh appointing people who will essentially give a majority to people who who don't want uh, to pass his legislation, then we have a constitutional problem. So uh, is this uh, smoke and mirrors? I don't think it is. I think he wants to make some change, but it's not as on the surface, it's not as drastic as people may think. And I, I think that's a lot a true of a lot of Trudeau's policies. He is making change, but when you look at them, it's you know initially the wording sounds like this is going to be dramatic or people read that into it but when they look very closely they see well maybe th- it is a change but it's not a really big change that we might have expected and and i think that's constant what, what we're just seeing from this government this government is sort of a much more of a middle of the road government and not really a, a, a radical change type of government even though so- the language so- often sounds that way um would you say that this is just smoke and mirrors? I don't think I would say that because it's. I don't think there's an intention to really fool people, but I do think uh, it's 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 the actual actions are more cautious than the words that describe what the government is doing. I, I, I think that's a fair thing to say. I don't think they intend to deceive people, but they're but they are moving more slowly than, than as I said, than their language would indicate. Uh- Final question uh, here. You know, <clears throat> this was done uh, to uh, overcome a perception that people in the Senate were entitled. We had expense account scandals uh, and uh, prosecutions as well that did not go anywhere. So the question is, what guarantee do we have that these new appointees won't do the same thing? Well, I think, first of all, in terms of uh, uh, the expectations that they probably have going in and given the type of people they are, they are, they're not going to be fundraisers for the government in power. I mean, they are not that close to the government and they have a feeling of obligation. I mean, the problem of at least a couple, if not more, of the senators that, and this is also traditional with all governments in the past, it was expected that senators would raise money for the party in power. These people don't look like or don't sound like this is what they're going to do. They don't see this as part of their job. And I think that's a step forward. I don't think the senators should be out there raising money for the government power. And, and we saw the abuses in the last uh, last 10 years coming home to roost, but we had those in the past Well, the current well. government is, uh, is no slouch in uh, very expensive fundraisers. Oh, no, no, they are. But th- at least here, I think they're going to try to keep the Senate out of it. As I said, it's a small step. But but and again, what uh, doing is small steps. Again, the the kind of expense account scandals that we saw, and at the end of the day, we find out that that the things that say Mike Duffy did with his residences perfectly within the rules. So, yes, what well, guarantee uh, is there that this new crop of people won't do the same thing? 
Well, I think the thing is we is looking carefully at these people. I mean, the whole uh, they to see their actions. Will they get involved with partisan fundraising for the government in power? My bet is they will not. I think they see themselves. What's important is these people being described as independents by the government will probably try to act independent. That's what I think they will do. They, you know, even though they might have liberal tendencies that are a bit muted but out of sight, but I think they're going to try to act independent because I think they're going to take that word seriously. Clearly, in the past, when you were a senator appointed by a prime minister, you knew you had to help. That's, you know, in or, uh, you had to help the prime minister out with his fundraising because he's just giving you a plum job. I don't. In this case, I don't think these people are going to have the, that feeling. And I think what we will do is we watch these people carefully, and I'm sure the press will, and to see whether they get involved in any of these partisan activities. And I, quite frankly, and I think they won't. But if they do, we'll know about it because the press will be watching them very carefully. Okay, let's hope so, uh, Professor Henry Jasek. Thanks so much. Okay, nice talking to you, Libby. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.